The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformational Healing, With your host, Dr. Bonnie Morrow, there are a variety of techniques for hands-on healing that can help you move closer to your vision of good health. In our program, we discuss both the business and science of dealing with different aspects of the healthy community with specialists in various energy practices. Now, here is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Hi, and welcome to Transformational Healing. I'm so glad that you came today. Uh, Please... Sit back, relax, and enjoy our program today. Today we are talking with Master Gladys Wesley Kennedy, founder and CEO of The Way. Uh, Gladys recently, I'm sorry, Gladys is a Chikong master, fine artist, author, holistic health educator, and the founder of The Way which is the Wellness and Healing Arts Institute and Meditative Fitness Programs. Welcome to the show, Master Gladys. Thank you, Bonnie. <laughs> and how, how are you this fine day? I am great, Bonnie. Today is another good day of life. Yes, it is. Okay, Can, will you like to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure, I'd, I'd love to. Well, as you mentioned, um, I'm a Qigong master, and a Qigong master is, uh, we would call that in the United States, an energy healer. Very, very similar to what uh, here we call Reiki masters. And uh, I've been in this practice for about 20 years, and uh, the Wellness and Healing Arts Institute is a private organization or institute where we educate our clients as to the ancient healing arts of yoga, tai chi, qigong, and meditation. And which of those is the most important to you? Which do you like to teach the best? What do I like to teach? Well, I I like to teach people that within us, all of us have an inherent healing mechanism that is more powerful than anything else in existence. And that healing mechanism is is in our mind. In other words, with our mind and how we think and what we think creates health or disease. And so so I I have conferences and seminars and classes where I can show people how to properly use their mind to create a healthy life. So what you're saying is that our thoughts create... Yes, most definitely. In fact, our entire life, each one of us, is completely predicated on how we have been and how we presently are thinking. Our thoughts dictate our behaviors. Our thoughts dictate our physiology. 
Our thoughts dictate the conditions of our environment. Isn't that something? That's wonderful. That is wonderful. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So when we can learn how to control how we think, then we can become the master of our life. And that is a little bit difficult for some of us. Can you tell <laughs> our listeners how to do that? Well, let's, let's, let me give it, start off with an example. Now, all of us can understand that how we think is readily reflected in our body and our physiology. For example... If I'm thinking about something very positive and happy, like my family is, is in a good place and my son has graduated with honors, when I get that news, I may smile, I, I might feel a sense of delight, my voice may raise and say, wow, very good, you know, congratulations, son. If, on the other hand, my son were to tell me, mom, I... I I failed this semester. I'm not going to graduate. And uh, in fact, I have to go to summer school. I may frown and say, are you kidding me? Why? I may even feel sad and, and, and cry. Those physiological reactions are beyond my control. They're dictated by the quality of the thoughts. So if you don't believe it, you can just look at, yourself and say, if I think sad thoughts, there's a whole set of resulting phenomena in my physiology and my behaviors that is automatically going to happen. If I think happy thoughts or positive thoughts, I will have a respective set of behaviors and physiological changes that will also occur beyond my intention and conscious uh, thought process. Now, if you can accept that, then right there is the proof, the initial proof, that how you think dictates the conditions of your emotions, your physiological reactions, your behaviors, your environment, your relationships, etc. So thoughts absolutely are the dictators of the quality of our existence. Yes, yes. I also teach that in my Healing Touch class, but you sp speak to it more eloquently than I do. So your well, business... I, I mean, yeah, Sorry, please. Go ahead. No problem. So your business is called The Way, and it's spelled a little bit differently. It's W-H-A-I. And what does yes. that mean? The Wellness and Healing Arts Institute. Ah, so and, yes, mm -hmm. and that's here in Houston. Yes, it is. Good. Uh, we have two offices. We have a home office, which is in the Energy Corridor, uh, in the high, uh, Highway Six, Eldridge Parkway, and I Ten area. Uh -huh. And we've been in this location for about three years, and we also just opened a new center in Cypress Spring. We are now holding all of our educational programs, our healing practice, and uh, therapeutic fitness classes at Nurture Soul Therapeutics, and that's on Spring Cypress Road. Great. So yes. how can the listeners outside our area 
contact you? Oh, um, they, they can contact me by phone. They can contact me by email. Uh, it's, we're, we're very reachable. There's many different ways to reach us. We even have uh, patients who will come from other countries, and they'll stay here for a matter of weeks, and they can they go through their healing program. You know, we Great. have a private healing program, yes. So Very, very effective. When they come from, give us some examples of other countries, please. Oh, everywhere. Uh, Korea. Uh, I've had several people from Argentina. Uh, a few people from Mexico. I've had people come from uh, South America. I've had people come from Russia. I mean, over we've been in business almost 20 years, so uh, everywhere. Good. You know, when people... Here, here's what we specialize in, in that regard. The Wellness and Healing Arts Institute, one of its uh, main, main services is the wellness and healing practice. And that practice is a clinic. It's very private. We don't advertise. It's, it's a by-word-of-mouth operation. And we take chronic or terminally ill patients. There's a, a strict qualification process that we put the uh, potential clients through. If they're accepted, then we create a, a customized healing program and contract for them. It's, it's uh, customized per person, and it lasts six weeks. The patients come the same day, same time, exactly for six weeks. You cannot miss any appointments. You cannot change them. And we take chronic or terminally ill people from a point of severe disease and potentially life-threatening to full recovery. We have 100% efficacy in 20 years. Wow, that, that's, that's fantastic. So tell yeah. us, what are your most remarkable healing cases? The ones that you can share they're with all, us? They're all remarkable. <laughs> Amen. The they're, they're miraculous. I, I say, when I go to the practice... I'm going to witness miracles, and that is the truth. And I'm sure every single patient and student who's been affiliated with the program would readily agree with that. But I will, I will indulge you and give you a couple of examples. One that I, I, I enjoyed telling is there was a young girl who had uh, severe scoliosis. She had a double 45 degree. In other words... She had a 45-degree lateral curve in her thoracic spine as well as her lumbar. At the point when I met her, she was being advised to have a rod put in her spine because the, the deviation or the curvature of the scoliosis was worsening quite rapidly, and there was now her rib cage was pressing against her heart. She was in continuous pain. And, you know, the thought of having a rod put in her spine and all of the unfortunate complications that result from that was going to be her future. I accepted her into the program with prefacing this. I said, I've never dealt with anyone with such a severe case of scoliosis. I can, I can guarantee this. If you take the six-week private program, I can alleviate the pain. However, perhaps we should remain optimistic about 
creating maybe a 5 to 10 degree improvement in the spine. Well, we finished the healing program, and miraculously, she finished, and she only had a 5 degree deviation in the thoracic spine. And on top of that, Bonnie, she became a contortionist, a very gifted contortionist, meaning that she could stand up straight on her feet and bend backwards and touch the top of her head to her buttocks. She was able to do splits, like she would open the legs and slide down on the floor in a split. We call it a split position. And then she would bend her back. She would bend backwards and touch the top of her head to her buttocks, and her hand could touch the foot of her back leg. <laughs> so, that yes. is a miracle. Yes, and so then she became a teaching assistant, and when I would give my educational seminars, she would travel with me and she would demonstrate. Her mother and her father would come and they would tell the story. So uh, instead of it, instead of only achieving a, you know, small degree of improvement, it went all the way. To me, that was a 100% improvement. Amen. Yes. You know, numerous cases of stage three or stage four terminal uh, cancers uh, that where they no longer have cancer. And I'm one of them. I, when I first went to a Qigong healer, who I thought was a yoga instructor, she was from Korea, I, had, I was in the process of being treated for a genetic form of breast cancer that had killed, taken the lives of my grandmothers, my mother, and my oldest sister. I was the youngest to contract it. I was only 37. My sister died of the same disease at 51. My mother died of cancer at, I believe, 57 or 58, and I developed it at 37. And after 11 invasive surgeries, I was also pregnant when I found the tumor with my third child, and I was trying to preserve the life of of our child, so I I underwent the first two surgeries, the lumpectomy and and the, uh, the initial test, without anesthesia because I wanted to keep the baby. But lo and behold, once they went in and they did the second surgery, they said, look, it's, it's, it's spread. It's, it's not as contained as we had hoped. We're going to have to take the breast and the lymph nodes, and you need to get in here within the next two weeks. We've already made the appointment. Well, I went through six months of radiation. I had several surgeries, invasive surgeries. Some of A couple of them were botched, and... Uh, but nearing the end of the chemotherapy, the six months of chemotherapy, I uh, met the a Qigong master. And in three months, three months from her first engagement with me, I no longer had cancer. And that was almost 20 years ago. Great. Okay, let's go and to a now, quick break. And uh, sure. we'll come back and carry on with Master Gladys. Thank you.
A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Do you know about Reiki? This method of healing can complement Western medicine as well as other alternative practices. Besides healing, it can have the additional effect of making you feel more positive about yourself and the world around you. By tuning into For the Love of Reiki with host Paula Vale, you'll find how Reiki can improve your health, bring balance into your life, and fill you with joy. For the Love of Reiki is broadcast live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. This is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. And I'm glad that you're with us today. We have a very special guest, Master Gladys, who has already given us more information than we can probably take in in one day, but that's all right. One of the things that Master Gladys said that I'd like to repeat again is that our thoughts create. Do you have anything else on that, Master Gladys? Well, I... I'd like to let everyone who I, who I meet know that thoughts are the guiding factors in our life. And many people come to the Wellness and Healing Arts Institute looking for cures or relief from pain and suffering. And I try to give them the golden principle. And the golden principle is if you have suffering, if you have pain or sickness, then in your mind, you are living from a diseased thought pattern. And the diseased thought pattern is forming. Hence, you have pain, you have some form of emotional suffering or disease. The good news about that is if you can identify the, the negative pattern or what we call the diseased thought pattern and you change that into a healthy, more optimistic thought practice, then that also then reshapes the physical manifestation. Instead of having pain, sickness, or disease now, you have optimism, you have greater peace of mind, and you have health. That's great. So listeners, please write that down. It's so very, very important. So Master Gladys, where did you get your training? Well, and... My training really started a long time ago in the beginning because I, 
was a professional gymnast. I was a professional dancer with Alvin Ailey American Dance Theater. And then I opened a business. So on the physical end, meaning like teaching fitness classes and martial arts, yoga, that's, that's been my entire life. But the specialty of becoming a Qigong master originated in Korea. The, I uh, happened chance, due to divine destiny, with a Qigong master from Korea. And upon the first meeting, she uh, touched my chest and said, you have cancer. She said, but sometimes God gives people disease not to kill them, but to get their attention. She said, someday you will be a master. Now, at that time, I didn't know what a master was at all. I, I didn't really care. I, was, I felt I was dying. I still had full-blown cancer. However, after three months, I mentioned earlier that I went to her each week. She did a, a, a healing session with me, and three months later, I was cancer-free. The oncologist could not believe it. And six months after meeting Master Kim from Korea, she sent me to the monasteries in Korea, and that set me on the most magical, amazing journey of a lifetime. I, Bonnie, I was exposed to ancient philosophies, practices, and profound healing methodologies, methodologies that I'm now shaping and customizing for a contemporary Western audience because we don't really have a body of information and, and practice that is substantial and holistic and that works. We have pieces of it. We have yoga and Reiki and acupuncture. We have all these pieces. The practice that I went into encompasses all of that and that's what gives me the title of master. So I master was going to ask you that. Yes. A master, in this case, really stems from the ancient, ancient traditions of India and, and China. And, see, a master is someone who has trained under a grandmaster, someone who is clearly a very proficient uh, Qigong or yoga pract- uh, practitioner, and they end up serving their community. They become like the resident medicine man or woman, and they can do acupuncture and qigong, and they heal people, and they, they live the life of health, well-being, and spiritual development. If the apprentice lives with them and trains with them, usually a lifetime, but anywhere from five to ten years minimum, and you, you learn the art and the science of qigong or yoga, these, these martial arts, and then the Qigong master who trained you then introduces you to the community. The community begin to come to you for assistance, like healing or education. And eventually, when they can see that you have the proficiency, then the students or the, the patients begin to say, Master Gladys. And that becomes the, your entitlement. That becomes your credential is that the community must accept you and see that you are carrying on the tradition of the healer. And that's very special throughout Asia and India. Very special. There aren't many of them. And I guess by divine destiny, I've I've worked with several masters since Master Kim in Korea. I ended up moving on to China and, 
and began to work with the Federation Grandmaster of the Martial Arts in, in China. And I've also trained extensively with some of the masters who came from China and India to the United States. And now I'm, I'm very active and in a very deep uh, monastic training with the Taiwanese, um, Taiwanese monastery, a Zen Buddhist monastery. And uh, I'm, so I'm still in training. And that's another qualification of a master. A master doesn't ever get to the point where they've graduated or they feel they've attained anything. A master means that you live your life eternally with the explicit objective to perfect your craft, perfect your mind, and bring enlightenment and perfect help to the whole of existence. So there is no end. I am a perpetual student, and I'm a student so that I can be the best instrument of healing and enlightenment for all. Yes. So the, the title of master was one bestowed on you by your students? Well, no. The, when the master lets you go, that means they approve. They're, they're, but you have to be, the real proof comes from the people. The master already knows whether you're ready or not. If you're not, of course, they're not going to set you loose. You can't do anything. You, you can't even talk to other clients. The master, that's their honor. When they say, Master Gladys, here is a patient for you, and they leave the room, that's, that's your sign. That means that they, they are very aware that I have trained properly and that I can then continue the practice. So, yes, the master, of course, initially, uh, you, you become what they call ordained. And, uh-huh. and then you join the world of Korean or Chinese masters. Then they set you out into the community, and, but that's, that's a test. Now, that has nothing to do with, it, with your grandmaster who trained you. That means, can you, can you bring the people where they need to go? And, and then the Asian community will put their palms together and they'll bow and they'll say, thank you, Master Gladys. Do you understand? Yes, and, I do. And that's when, then you're ready. We call that finding your Dharma lake, meaning your spiritual practice lake. Then you're, now you're walking the walk as a, as a healer and a teacher of this high spiritual wisdom and ancient healing practices. Yes, it is definitely a spiritual title, isn't it? Yes, most, de- most definitely. It's highly revered, too. I mean, yes. It's, and, and absolutely. And Asians will not call you a master unless they really have gained respect for my personal journey and practice. I have a, a question. When you were in the monastery in uh, Korea and in China... Did you take your children? Yes. No. You did? No. No, no. In fact, you know, after a while, my husband and family were extraordinary, extraordinarily supportive. He encouraged me. Well, he, he saw how I healed. He saw me go from sickness and disease, a life-threatening disease, to full-blown health. And so he invested in me and made it possible, and I'm giving credit to who's my, now my ex-husband. He's my ex-husband because I had a calling to become a, a Buddhist nun. And he set me free. 
Uh, you have to you have to divorce. You have to leave your family and sell all of your belongings, all of them, and then you take your little suitcase and you go into the monastery and you live in there. And now you become a disciple of the abbot or the grandmaster of that monastery. And I've been practicing with with a monastery from Taiwan for the last twelve years. And eight of those years, I lived in the monastery as a a nun in training. I understand that. Did you? Did they give you a particular color robe? Yes, they have robes. But uh, we're talking two different visits and Buddhism. And those robes, uh, as a student, are, are gray. You just you wear a gray robe, or we would call it a uniform here. Everything needs to be covered: your neck, your hands, your feet, and 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 that's so we can be discretionary. You don't want to elicit inadvertently desire or, you know, you want people to see you as a pure master. I in see. Korea, it was a totally different uniform. I mean, uh, and and it wasn't restricted to any particular color. Each master goes in and they select their their robe, and then you wear that for the rest of your career. And you take very good care of them. It's not like you, you go to the store and they wear out and you throw it away. The robe stays should stay with you throughout your life, and you mend it, and you take very good care. The robe is, we would call that kind of like your, your vow. You put your robe on, and, and that's a reminder that you are walking the path of spiritual enlightenment, and you're living as a healer and teacher to help people get out of suffering and ignorance. Wow. I like that. I like that. Yeah, me so too. <laughs> me too, What Bonnie. color was your robe? When the in in Thai, I mean the Taiwanese robe is gray for uh-huh. students. The the monks, the ordained monks or the ordained nuns, they wear black or it's kind of like a, a burnt orange colored robe. It's kind of brown. Uh huh. Those are the two colors. Yeah. They and also you- have gray too. It's gray, brown, or black, and they choose those colors because. In Asia, they felt those were the, the least attractive colors. And when you become a practitioner, a serious practitioner, or an ordained monk or nun, then ego has to be let go. So you just wear just clothing that's very plain and simple and so that you're really focusing on your pure nature, the purity of yourself, and not the adornment of your physical presentation. Got it. So that suddenly the body becomes, it's, it's, it's there, but it's not really there. Everything is about mind. So you want students and the public to address you by looking in your eyes and you make a spiritual connection. Your physical presentation is not very important at all. Okay. Um, so you said you had to cover your hands. Did you have to wear gloves? No, the sleeves come all the way down to your, to your knuckles. And in I ancient see. times, it even came below them. But there's a reason, because see, the flesh, the flesh can elicit desire. Now, if, for example, I'm a female, I, I try not to present any obvious area of flesh beyond my face, of course, so that perhaps there's a man who might have it have a fetish with hands <laughs> or feet, 
you, you understand all legs. So uh-huh. you shut that down so that the man who's looking at you is only listening to what you're saying. And what I say should always be mindful enough that I'm leading them to, uh, to uplift their existence. So they're listening to me to hear wisdom, to hear divine guidance, or to receive love in the most genuine way. If you expose the physical body, sometimes they might be thinking something else, and, and then they're still in suffering. You understand? I do. So we do that to protect non-practitioners, because we understand how difficult it is to transcend desire that happens through the eyes and the nose. You know, we don't wear perfume, so we don't generate any thoughts of desire or, or just distraction. Uh-huh. We're very careful about our speech, very careful about how we conduct ourselves, because all of us, Bonnie, have a pure God nature in there. It's there. And yeah. when we can put down our ignorance and thinking that we're a body or I am Gladys, a woman, or none of that is real. The heart of us is eternal. It's the part of us that goes, goes on beyond when the body dies. That's what we want to get close to, and we want to reveal that in everything we do, say, or think. Wonderful. Let's take a quick break, uh, Master Gladys, and when we come back, let's talk about your books. Sure. Thank you, Okay. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about healing touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at transformational-healing.org. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX 
at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. We're glad you're here today. This is Dr. Bonnie Morrow, and our guest today is Master Gladys. Master Gladys has written several books, and can we talk about those, Master Gladys? Sure. Well, let's start off from the beginning. When I went into the Taiwanese monastery, the Zen Buddhist monastery, uh, about three months after I had just started learning about Buddhism, I was a, a devout Christian. I had been a Christian my whole life. And then I had a dream, and the dream was pointing me to Buddhism. So I went to a Buddhist monastery to try it out. And the abbot, the abbot means it's, it's the head monk. The, the abbot is the one who runs the monastery. And, and to be an abbot means you, you have great attainment. So he told me one day that, he, that I was going to write his books. And I explained to him, I'm not a writer. I'm an artist. I can certainly design your book, the cover. <laughs> but he said, no. He said, you're going, to, you're going to write my books. And then he gave me an assignment. He told me to write a book for Americans uh, because there, there weren't any books available for Americans that he felt were, were accurate. And then he said, you have three months to write it. <laughs> and that was it. So over the next three months, eventually I developed the confidence. And the confidence was to enter meditation and allow the ancient wisdom to flow through me. And I did. That was my first major training is that a lot of us think you need to go to college and learn something and you have to practice it for years. But the truth is within all of us equally, all of the ancient wisdom, the profound principles of existence are already within us. And I'm talking about the profound wisdom that's in the Christian Bible. It is within us. You don't have to learn it. You learn it just, it draws it forward. So the blessing that monk had and the, the wisdom he had is profound. Bonnie, I can tell you that I learned how to sit down, cross my legs, enter meditation, and I would lay my hands on the computer and the book wrote itself. And the first book that I wrote for that master is called The Essence of Life. The book was a, a great success right away. We sold all of the, the first 5,000 copies, and then we ended up translating the, the book into five other languages. So that was the first book. The second book after that was uh, a sequel to that, and that's called The Doorway to Zen. And there's a third, uh, and that was called Liberating Truth. And then a couple of years ago, I finished a book on, on my own, and it deals with uh, Zen meditation, or just meditation, and all of the wisdom that came up through me during my actual meditation sessions and my time living in the monastery, the Zen Buddhist monastery, and that's called Expressions from Within, A Journey of Awakening. Uh-huh. And okay. I'm working on another book, which will be out probably in another year or two, if all, if all goes well. What's the name of that and one? I also, Do you know I'm also yet? writing articles. I'm also, uh, most of the next book is in Natural Awakenings magazine. 
I'm a, the featured article writer uh, for the last three three months, and uh, the articles that will be contained in the next book are in Natural Awakenings magazine. Great. Um, that is a Houston publication, is it not? Yes, it is, and it's a free publication, Natural Awakenings magazine, yes. And how can our listeners uh, get a copy of that? Well, uh, they're in many of the local stores and, and places. I mean, they're all over the place. They're free. Usually health food stores are easy to access. But you can also uh, access it online. So anyone outside of Houston, if you go to naturalawakeningsmagazine.com, you can access and register for an online copy or subscription. It is a fantastic magazine. It has, you know, a, a lot of the holistic and uh, practitioners in Houston listed in there. All of us advertise, and we announce our events and and products and services. Fantastic magazine, really, for holistic health and healing, gardening, you know, taking care of the earth. Just healthy life is what the magazine stands for. Good, and. Um the gentleman that I knew from Natural Awakenings is no longer with us, is he? Right. Ed Sabo and Phyllis Sabo. Ed Sabo, he passed away a few years ago, and, uh, and now it's, it's been purchased by a, a couple who was affiliated with Ed and Phyllis Sabo, and their name is Mike and Cindy Hart. H-A-R-T? <laughs> is yes, that H-A-R-T. Okay. Mike Hart and Cindy Hart. Yes. Good. Good. They, yeah. So, um, do you have advice for people who have small businesses or conducting opening one? Well, yes, because, you know, I've been a small business all, all of the years. I, I, I actually like remaining a small business. I think here's a, we have a, a practice within the Wellness and Healing Arts Institute and Meditative Fitness, and that is to create alliances with local small businesses. If you want to open a small business, have courage, first and foremost. Secondly, make connections with other small businesses who have similar or complementary practices. Make that a, 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 a big effort about equal to your marketing initiative because as an individual small business owner, it is very difficult to survive on your own. There's too much competition and the trying to generate the income for your marketing and to restock your supplies and usually small businesses, the owner is almost the sole proprietor so they're working at their business all the time. So if you hold hands with other alliances, especially like in my regard, I can bring my healing gifts and education to those business owners. They can join my programs or my seminars and classes and get well, and then they can also apply the mind principles to their business, and of course their business will run much more efficiently. On top of that, they can hold hands with me. I will bring my clients to them and they will share their clients with me, and then together we have a small business network that we, we can hold each other up. Now, together we're strong. Individually, 
you're weak and overburdened. So I think this is a great time in the United States economy and situations to open a business. You can thrive. It, 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 you know, I, I have a business that's not even well-known, but it has been supporting me all of these years. And it, it's easier now that we have a strong alliance with people like Beans Cafe, Green Planet, uh, let me think, Nurture Soul Therapeutics, Cafe Maurice, and, and, and Natural Awakenings Magazine, and Last Concert Cafe. I have a wonderful alliance group, and I consider them my business partners, truthfully speaking. And That's because we have this handheld relationship, all of our respective businesses are doing better. And we have each other as friends and supporters. You, you understand? I do. So that uh, would be my talk advice. Talk to me a have little bit about the it. last concert. <laughs> last Concert Cafe is owned by one of our lifetime members. Her name is Dawn Funch. Last Concert Cafe is on Nance Street uh, in downtown off I-10. And it has been there for about 30 years. Dawn Funch has had is a fantastic person. It is a music venue that's been in Houston for 30 years and plus, actually, and all of the local and, and, and other well-known bands will come into town and they perform there, and she also has, to me, the best Tex-Mex in, in Houston, and yes. that's the last concert restaurant. They have Tex-Mex food, and then, uh, you know, they also have the music venue. They have an outdoor area. And then they also have a covered area. You can rent her facilities and have special events uh, there. And Dawn has a long-term client base and staff. Her staff is like her children. They're like family. And they go through their stuff, but Dawn keeps them together, and they serve Houston beautifully. So, you know, I, I suggest everyone, if you're in Houston or you come to Houston, Visit Last Concert Cafe. Yes, it's that's it's uh, out of we, this world. Yeah. En route Please? to uh, Baton Rouge, when we go down I ten, we usually stop at the Last Concert. Oh, you so, do! Isn't oh, it yeah. the most charming, eclectic place ever? <laughs> yes, it is. Wow, it is indeed. I love it. Different, unique, fun. Wow! Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break, uh, Master Gladys, and we'll be right back. Okay, Bonnie, thank you. Uh huh. A healthy dialogue for your lifestyle. Voice America Health and Wellness. Dr. Bonnie Morrow's passion is to make healing available in every home around the world. You can find out more about Healing Touch classes available wherever you are. Dr. Bonnie is here to share her knowledge and expertise in energy medicine as both a teacher and facilitator. To use Healing Touch for those you love, contact Healing Touch Texas for a class schedule. You can contact Dr. Bonnie via email at HealingTouchTX at AOL.com or visit the website at Transformational-Healing.org. Running is one of the fastest growing sports, with everyday people stepping it up and training for that next big race goal. The In Flight Running Show, 
with Coach Michael Merlino is your guide to running, whether you're just getting started or training for the Boston Marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to take your running to new heights and reach your next finish line with confidence. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Transformational Healing. To reach Dr. Bonnie Morrow or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to HealingTouchTX at AOL.com. Now, back to Transformational Healing. Hi, welcome back. You've reached Transformational Healing, and this is Dr. Bonnie Morrow. Today we have the pleasure of visiting with Master Gladys, who's a Qigong master and an artist, but that's not what we're, we're talking today about her healing. So tell us, what do you think, no, what do you know holistic medicine is? I'm sorry, Bonnie, I didn't hear what, did you ask me a question? Yeah, yes. Uh, please tell I, I us what holistic medicine is. Holistic medicine means that the treatment and the education addresses the whole of your life. Now, let me be more specific. When we think about health, very often we will immediately think about mental health or physical health. Holistic practitioners go beyond that. Let me give you an example. If someone has uh, diabetes, now that's showing up on the physical side. Well, there, there, there's a mind pattern also, and an emotional component that contribute, contributed to the formation of diabetes in the body that mind pattern is also going to show up in every aspect of their life, the way they dress, the way they speak, the, the conditions of their relationship, their, their, how they uh, behave at work. So in other words, if there is disease reflecting in mind or body, it's also showing up in their social life, in their personal relationships, in their work relationships and situations. So with holistic health, we could say we will look at initially the physical manifestation, but then we also, to heal the physical manifestation, we have to heal the mind pattern that's causing the physical problem and also address how it's playing out in the rest or the whole of their life. Once we correct the disease and mind, body, and behavior, then it shifts throughout their existence. In fact, it even positively affects the people in their energy field. For example, if mom, if Master Gladys gets well in a specific area like cancer, 
I overcame cancer. In order to do that, I also had to correct certain behaviors I had in mind and in body and in relationship. My sons and husband and sisters and brothers are all also going to be uplifted as a result because my presence in their life will improve. So the conditions of our interactions and relationships will also be uplifted. So that's holistic health. The physical body really also reflects everything else that's showing up around them. If you pay attention, you can see where the disease is also showing up in other areas. To close out the show, tell the listeners a couple of things of what you really would like them to know today. All right, to the listeners, I told Bonnie that I would like, if there was something the listeners could take away, I want you to know that your mind is your healer. Regardless of what your life, the quality of your life is right now, if there's something you want to improve, you can. You don't need to solely rely on people and things outside of yourself. Look within and see how you're thinking. If you have a pattern of thought that creates any kind of angst or discomfort or anger, change it. Because those thoughts will form and create suffering in your life. If you can learn to make your mind focus on gratitude, if you can notice all of the things in your life in this present moment that you're grateful for, like the fact you can hear, you can hear my voice right now. You are blessed. There are people who cannot. So look at all that you have to be grateful for. And the more you focus on that, the better your life will be. All righty. It's time to go. So, Master Gladys, thank you so much for being on our show. We appreciate appreciate you. And Thank you, Bonnie. You're welcome. All righty. Listeners, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow is broadcast live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy week. Mm -hmm.